0: It's All Access with LMU softball head coach Taraya Flowers. I'm your host, Jonathan Grace. Each week, Coach Flowers will take Lions behind the scenes with the LMU softball program and talk about upcoming events with the team. Coach, thanks so much for being on the podcast today.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: LMU Athletics would like to thank University Credit Union for bringing you today's episode of All Access. University Credit Union is a proud supporter of the Lions family. You can visit your local university credit union at ucu.org. The Lions are under new leadership this season and LMU welcomes U.S. gold medal winning Olympic athlete Toria Flowers to the bluff as the new head coach for the Lions softball team. Today, I sit down with head coach Flowers to talk about her first year as a Lion, what it takes to win big during COVID-19, and what the Lions will need to do to prepare for the Mexican women's Olympic softball team who comes to the bluff this week. All that and more on today's episode of All Access. So without further ado, here's my conversation with head coach Taraya Flowers. So you're coming into this program in your first year. What are you most excited about here at LMU?
1: Everything. I mean, when I when the job opened, I wasn't sure if I was ready to make that jump, um, try something new. And the more research I did into the university and the team, it was just more and more appealing. So Um, Just being able to work with these players, have the facilities that we have and recruit to this university, I'm just thrilled.
0: So obviously this hasn't been a normal softball season and with last season getting cut short and this season kind of being up and down in terms of scheduling and back and forth, how have you navigated not only coming into the program and setting up your administration, but also just getting the girls through this, this crazy season?
1: You know, I think that has been the majority of the focus of how can we get these players to still compete and enjoy their experience cuz you know, on top of coming here to get their degree, they came here to win but to have that overall college experience. So it's just it's been tough. Um, you know, we're actually in Oregon now. We flew out today and just seeing the conversations and that interaction, it it made me happy cuz they're missing out on that part of, uh, of this whole journey. So, um, I mean, we're, we're taking it one day at a time, you know, hopefully each week we'll get closer to having fans and just being more normal.
0: How has it been traveling with the team? Uh, you know, you said you guys are up in Oregon right now during all this, this craziness.
1: It, you know, it, it's different because, you know, we have our masks on, we have our goggles on and everybody's staring. So normally people are staring in the airport anyways, but then on top of it, you know, I think it, we look like aliens, I guess. I'm not really sure. It was a little, a little harder stares, but, you know, that, that's part of being a collegiate athlete of having that pride of, of wearing your school across your chest and walking through the airport and people asking, who are you, where are you going and wishing you luck. It's just, it's a different experience.
0: So, coach, obviously with with all the, the ups and downs in terms of you know scheduling and things like that this season, how do you as a head coach go about trying to make sure that the team and you and your coaching staff are getting the most out of the season?
1: Uh, you know, it's about us getting better. So obviously there's an opponent in the other dugout, but we we talk to them every day. I mean, even before I got here, they had that mantra of one pitch and it doesn't matter who's in the other dugout, we have to take care of ourselves. So you know, it's nice to have people over there and you're competing and you're measuring where you are in the season, but each day we're out there working on on being our best and seeing if we can one up ourselves from from yesterday.
0: What are some of the things as a new head coach that you're hoping to implement and kind of, you know, put into place solidly here at LMU?
1: Oh, you know, it's just everybody wants to win and we all go into wanting to teach our teams how to compete and be their best, but I think just these guys understanding you can be great, but you can enjoy it at the same time and you can have um, more of a overall experience. And it's not just one or the other. You can't you don't just have to be great in the classroom or just great on the softball field, but we can be great in all areas of our lives. So, you know, I'm I'm ultra competitive, so. You know, when our team GPA came out, I'm comparing against the other teams, and we talk about, you know, where can we be better and how do we take the field or how we walk up to the field versus the other team? It's everything that we do, we're going to work on being the best.
0: So, coming in and having to coach all these new players, what's something that has excited you so far about either their mentality or their style of play since you've been here at LMU?
1: Our talent. We're we're very talented and they're eager to learn more about the game. So that has been refreshing. It's nice knowing that they're already good and they've seen experience, but they know they can be better. So I think that that as a coach of wanting your players to want to learn and being engaged in every practice, that has been amazing. Um, and then just I think the biggest thing, I think, with all athletes, but especially with females, is just remembering how good you are when it's time to compete. And sometimes they think it's being arrogant or having too big of a head. And it's like, no, no, you put in the time. Now is the time just to enjoy and, and remember all that, that sweat and tears that you put into it.
0: So you were mentioning a minute ago about bringing more than just competition to to LMU. How do you, as a head coach, go about balancing making sure that the these girls and these athletes are are tremendous players and and athletes and performing, but also good people?
1: We we talk about it. I mean, we we came up with our core values. We talk about um, current events. Is there anything on strong in someone's heart during that time, or remembering that? you know, there's more than just softball going on. There's a lot going on in our world and just not pushing it to the side, but letting them know it's okay to talk about those things or to have feelings or to end and to express them. But hopefully from them seeing our staff of, you know, whether it's my assistants posting what they're doing on their day off and really taking time to step away from the game or, them knowing that I'm going home to my family and my kids and it's just it is having balance now it's hard and you've got to plan out your day but you can have it if if you really want it
0: so obviously with this whole year of of COVID-19 and the season kind of making it so that a lot of these athletes can't go and spend time with their families do you feel that the softball team with you and the rest of the head coaches have have kind of cultivated uh, a sense of family
1: we're trying to, um, you know, it. Same with us; it's hard because we're not spending a, t- a ton of time at the field once practice is over. You know, we're still supposed to be sending them on their way and and doing more through Zoom. But um, it is a family, and I think that they know that they can lean on any of their teammates at any time when when something comes up. But. Um, I think as we get to know each other and and we grow, um, which I've already seen a ton of, you know, the freshmen came in and I can't imagine what it would be like being a first time freshman right now. Just you have no idea. You have no idea anyways, but now they really don't know what college truly is about. Watching them interact with their teammates from October to now, completely different. And you can already see that bond growing.
0: What do you say as a head coach to some of those freshmen who are coming in and, you know, expecting maybe, or last year they would have expected a, a normal college experience and then, you know, get hit with this this crazy year?
1: Just it's stay positive. We keep encouraging Reach out. Take advantage of of the downtime that your upperclassmen have. Ask them for um, any advice. We've, we've done a couple of those of bringing in, you know, fifth-year senior Desiree. Um, we had Des come talk to the freshmen and just say, like, hey, What would you have done different if you were a freshman or when you first got to LMU? What do you wish you would have known? And just passing along those words of wisdom, I think, um, has been helpful. But, you know, I think just reminding them it'll hopefully be normal soon. So stick in there and you're going to get that experience.
0: How important is that for you, especially as a new head coach, to to rely on some of those older, more experienced girls to kind of help pick up the freshmen and, and some of the younger, newer players to the program?
1: It's huge. Our job is to to make them their best selves. And um, sometimes they believe that they're good when we say, it, and sometimes they they need a teammate to tell them. So especially our staff being new and you know, even new to each other, we've got two, two of us worked together previously and two of us are brand new working together. So we need those upperclassmen to step up and even telling us how some things kind of go on campus or where we can find, you know, X, Y, and Z. I don't even know what it is, but just, Hey, what do you guys need to be successful right now as we're learning things? And I mean, it's been great because Molly and Des and Dre, they, they, um, Diedrich, they've all been stepping up and communicating well with us.
0: So you talked about success and building success. You also mentioned briefly the team values that you had all talked about. Would you mind sharing with us what some of those values are and how the team went about developing those?
1: Yeah, we had them just kind of go through of what they think a good teammate is, what a um, good team is composed of. And we came up with um, pride. We, we stuck with the uh, LMU kind of theme, but um, having purpose every day, making sure you're locked in, knowing what you're doing, um, respect, having respect for each other, having respect for the game and, and not cheating reps, um, intelligence, just understanding what we need to win and, and how to outsmart an opponent as we're playing, um, being determined not letting anything get in your way if you have a goal you're going to do everything in your power to get there and then um empowering each other and you know lots of times people want to say i'm the captain or i'm the leader and i have this but it's about it's not about you it's about giving other people um that space to kind of become their own leaders and step up when we need them so Um, you know, it's us working together as a unit and it's not just us coaches telling them or the seniors telling the freshmen. It's all of us growing together.
0: Well, you mentioned growing together. Are these values and these mottos for the season something that you had brought in as a head coach to this team or something that you really worked with the girls to decide on what it was you wanted to focus on this season?
1: Working with the girls, um, you know, it's some of them are similar and they're things that I absolutely think are important. But, um, you know, if they don't believe in them and they're not important to them, they're not going to live them day in and day out. And, you know, we talk about um, being gritty and having grit. And for us, grit, you know, when we, we break it down for us, it's um, greatness requires individuals to, to live as a team. And that's what we need these guys to do. And if it's not about the team and they didn't develop it and create it as a team, they're not going to buy in.
0: So I want to speak more specifically about a few players, um, particularly about Marina. She has kind of come into this program uh, as, as a graduate transfer and really become LMU's number one pitcher at the moment. Can you speak a little bit about how it was kind of getting her up to speed uh, with LMU's style of play as well as with your style of play?
1: Um, I think it's been an easy transition for her. I mean, she already knew what it was like to compete, to, to kind of be an ace on a staff. It's just a different location. So I think, um, especially when you're a little bit older of making that transition, it's how do I become a part of the team quickly? And she's done a good job with that. Um, obviously it's hard for everybody in this COVID time, but I think just coming in and being able to compete has allowed people to, um, have trust in her right away. And then as they're getting to know her as a person, it's just grown, um, even more so. Style of play. There's not a lot that we've really changed with her coming in. It's just reminding her, like anybody, you're good. And her and Christian, Coach Christian, works with our our pitchers um, of just how to execute and how to go after hitters. So um, she has a pitcher's mind and she understands how to attack hitters. So it's been it's been easy working with her.
0: Well, obviously, in softball and in baseball as well, the the relationship between pitcher and catcher is is so important. And bear in mind, this is someone speaking from the outside, not actually a a college athlete, but I would imagine it's very important. And Molly Grumbo has been there really since the beginning for this team and and really knows the system and and knows a lot of the girls out there. How important was that to have Molly out there to kind of help Marina get up to speed with with the team and the culture in the team?
1: You touched it. Um, It's the pitcher catcher dynamic, being able to trust that if I throw this pitch, the catcher is going to get it. Um, if I, uh, you know, need somebody kind of dig into me at one point, or I need somebody to uh, empower me as a pitcher. Molly has that. Molly Molly is our ultimate competitor on the team. Um, you know, she does a good job. They kind of, um, not just her and Marina, but they kind of chirp back and forth, our, our team. And it's that playful, like, I, I'm going to get you, but we, when we compete head to head, I'm going to get better. So um, she loves this university. Uh, her and her group came in and said, we're going to be the, the, t- the, the class that's going to turn this university around and we're going to win a WCC championship. So. Day one for me on campus, Molly told me that, like, hey, this is what we came here to do. We're going to do this. So we just need you to jump on board. And I said, perfect. That's what I'm here for, too. So it's it's been an easy transition.
0: I feel like oftentimes you hear about a new head coach coming into a program and saying, you know, as the coach, I'm going to lead you to a, a, a conference championship. How was that hearing that from a player?
1: Oh, my gosh. I was kind of cut off guard, but I was like, this is perfect. If everybody has this mindset and we're coming in, we're going to be in a good place. So, um, you know, because that's that's my job. Make my vision, their vision. And it's already there. So it makes it so much easier on us.
0: Well, something that's very apparent for anyone who's watched this LMU softball team play throughout the years or in this season especially is the energy and the charisma uh, between the girls when they're out there. No matter what the score is, the situation, they're always out there, you know, providing support, providing them encouragement. Uh, is that something that just kind of comes naturally for this team?
1: I think so. I think sometimes they forget because they are uh, very competitive. So when they're not necessarily executing, they forget to remember to just kind of have fun and relax. It it, it is a game. Obviously, stakes are a little bit higher at this level, but... Um, When they're talking, when communicating, enjoying the game, they're at their best. And it just, we've got some jokesters on the team. We've got people that just are super passionate about competing and passionate about playing softball. So it's, it's a good group.
0: Well, Coach, I want to focus on the schedule for a little bit now. You've got uh, some really exciting matchups coming up. The Mexican national team is coming in to Smithfield to face you guys and face UCLA as well. And then this LMU team is, is taking on the Bruins as well. Uh, obviously, you're very familiar with playing at the national level with with the USA team. You know, how is it for for these girls? Are they excited about playing the, the Mexican team? Are they a little bit nervous? And what experience can you bring to kind of help them get ready for this matchup?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. They're excited. Um, you know, a lot of the women on the Olympic team, um, they watch them in college. I mean, there's a lot of kids that played here in the States. So, um, I think they have a little bit of an idea what they're going into. So I think that they, the, the nerves are kind of up, but we just remind them, it's okay to be nervous. You want to be nervous. Cause it means you care. You just got to figure out how to use those nerves and get them, um, working on your side and not uh you know keeping you from being your best but um I think for us just international ball is a little bit different um but at the end of the day it's the game is the same it's 60 feet turn left and whoever can play the best softball will be the winners at the end so we just remind them it's keep it simple don't don't overdo it when we step out there
0: well, you read my mind. I was going to ask a little bit about, you know, how do you think is it it's going to be for the girls adjusting to uh, maybe playing at a different pace or a different style of play than than these women are used to playing at the international level.
1: Yeah, I think again, it's like going from high school to college. People are a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. It's same. You're playing grown women, and you know, for our sport, they say you don't truly peak until you're probably 27. Just understanding the game, being comfortable and um, playing. So. I'm excited for them to see someone who's comfortable in their own skin and see how they approach the game, see how they step into the box or take a signal. Um, Just they have a different confidence about them. And and hopefully we learn from that.
0: Because you've had so much experience and success playing international ball, are you helping the girls kind of adjust to anything specific? Are you you implementing anything specific that's going to help them in this matchup?
1: We haven't yet. Um, you know, our focus has been on Oregon for this weekend, but we'll definitely be watching some film next week. Um, luckily, quite a few of the, uh, like I said, the players from the Mexican Olympic team played here in the state. So there, there's video. We can get them some mental reps before they step in there. But, you know, once once the game starts, it's hit strikes. You know, see the ball as well, as best you can and and be you. That's all you can do is be you.
0: Well, I'd love to know a little bit more from your perspective about how this matchup came to be. I mean, this is such an exciting thing, having an Olympic team coming and playing uh, here on LMU's campus.
1: Yeah, honestly, um, Carlos, the manager slash coach, he just he emailed me and just said, hey, we're on tour. Um, we, they've been in the States. They've played the USA team a couple times already uh, this spring. So it's just, they're, they're just like any other Olympic team that that's trying to prep and they need games. So, um, you know, fortunately we're available and get some good competition and and we're able to host them. So we're excited to have them.
0: Well, obviously you mentioned you're in Oregon right now, but um, after that you'll face CBU, obviously uh, the Mexican national team, and then UCLA, who's who's a ranked opponent in the country right now. Um, what are you doing to prepare? I know it's a little bit down the road, but uh, what are you doing mentally uh, in practice to prepare uh, for a pretty high-powered Pac-12 opponent?
1: kind of mixing it up, challenging them, um, maybe amping up the machines, throwing more off speeds, just giving them reps so they feel like they're prepared for anything the opponents may throw at them. But at the same time, you got to get them some feel goods, make sure that they remember why they're good and why they're um, able to compete at this level. And, you know, again, it's, we, we try to get feedback from the players of what do you guys need? What do you need to be your best this week? And just making sure that they understand what the lineups have and how much speed or power each team might have. And we'll just be in attack mode and not wait for the other team to throw the first punch.
0: So it's a pretty complete schedule. And there, there's quite a few games this season uh, when, you know, there was a point when we didn't even know if we were going to have college sports at all. How did you and the rest of the coaching staff go about actually making sure this season happened?
1: um honestly the players did a great job of following covid protocols and you know that that's a huge part of just making sure you're staying healthy and able to play the games and the last staff um had already worked on the the schedule it was just filling in gaps when when other teams out of state weren't able to come we um we just touched base with people we had connections with in the state and tried to add a few games here and there so We've been fortunate and hopefully, you know, knock on wood, we keep um keep it going.
0: You think all the craziness this year is gonna make scheduling for next season seem like a breeze?
1: I I hope so. <laughs> We're already working on it and uh I think everybody's very optimistic that'll be wide open and we can try and try and maybe hit up a couple new tournaments, but uh get some the, a full full schedule in.
0: So speaking a little bit more broadly now, what are some of the things that you have been noticing from this team in, in terms of evolution, their their style of play, things that they've grown in specifically uh, since you started off the season?
1: I think just being a little bit more aggressive um, as a staff. Like I said, we want to be more on the offensive. So um, I think our base running has improved, making sure that we're taking advantage when somebody else makes a mistake. Um Understanding that we don't have to just hit strikes, you know, we can jump on a mistake that the pitcher makes that's in our zone and maybe not necessarily what the umpire is calling that day. But um, I think the communication and understanding the game and themselves and where um, we can really take advantage of an opponent's um, weakness. I think before it was, okay, we're just going to play head to head. And now it's, okay, we've got a couple tricks up our our sleeves. Let's make sure we're taking advantage. So um, it's been nice seeing them open to trying new things and then executing it in the game.
0: How have you kind of worked with the team to help them uh, in in the mental aspect of softball? You know, whether it's they're at bat and they're trying to dissect the pitcher or if they're pitching, trying to dissect a batter or fielding. How have you worked with them uh, to to try to win those mental battles?
1: We've been doing way more film, I think, than they have in the past. And sometimes that's good and sometimes it, you know, can make you overthink a little bit. So we're trying to find that happy medium. But I think that um, for the most part, letting them know you're going to fail at some point. So fearing that isn't going to help you. You know, it's we've all struck out, we've all made an error, we've all taken a pitch that we should have swung at. It's it's not that big of a deal. Move on to the next pitch and they already had that mindset, you know, one pitch at a time or just win that one pitch, but I think reminding them that um, you have to stick to that. Like, I think we kind of get caught up of like, oh, that was my one. It's like, No, no. The next one is your one. You know, it, you can't live in, in the future, or the past. We got to live in the moment. And, um, you know, like I said, th- that they are really taking that on. Um, and it's easier said than done. But I think they're doing a really good job of staying focused on it.
0: Is that emphasis on the mental game something that, that you have really tried to focus on this season with them?
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, we have listened to a couple pod- podcasts and um, sent them some articles. We send them quotes just to remind them of, um, you know, staying in the moment and being appreciative of what we have. You know, I think that that's something, too, that we've focused on, even at the beginning when we were able to be on campus. And there were other schools that weren't of, right, it's hard right now and you're sore and you're probably tired. But remember, those teams wish they were, too. So, um Let's get after it. Um, one thing, too, that we've talked about it is being more neutral and not just, you know, have to be positive all the time. It's, okay, this is the reality of the situation. You know, it, it may be hard to be positive, but just make sure you're not talking to yourself negatively um, and time to move on.
0: So I know we we've talked a lot about, you know, COVID-19 and how it's impacted the season and, you know, I think that's that's a lot of what everybody's been talking about this season. But how do you think everything that's happened this year is going to help the team grow and be more adaptable in future seasons when things are, you know, quote-unquote normal again?
1: I'm hoping everybody just remembers, you know, I feel like my coach told me this all the time and we kind of giggled like this, what is she talking about, but Um, you never know when your last game is gonna be. And I think a lot of people had that aha moment, you know, last year, it really could have been my last season or it could have been my last pitch. Um, So I think they see it now and it's gonna be easy when we get back to normal to forget, but I'm hoping that we can remember of what a privilege it is and everybody didn't get this and, um, you know, take advantage of every moment that we have together
0: well coach that's about all the time we have today thank you so much again uh for, for joining us here on this first episode i'm very much looking forward to speaking with you again next time
1: no oh, thank you for having me appreciate you
0: before we sign off we'd like to say a huge thank you to everybody who makes this podcast possible thank you to the lmu softball program and head coach toriah flowers for allowing us to bring you this podcast each week our KXLU station manager is lydia maso and our executive producer is nick bristol And Lions, thank you for joining us for All Access with Tariah Flowers. Join us next week as Coach Flowers continues to take you behind the scenes with the LMU softball program. Until next time, I've been your host, Jonathan Grace. Have a great week, and go Lions!